0: And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Ty.
1: And I'm Jackson.
0: There we go. That's sounding good. So, yes, it is a brand new week with a brand new episode. I am super excited, like I always am. So you guys want to jump into the news right away?
2: Yep. And I'll start off with uh, the very first uh, article that says rotting Now front Walter Degato is sentenced to 18 months in prison for drug trafficking.
0: I had no idea about this, but I also wasn't a Rotting Out fan.
2: Yeah, I gained I to know Rotting Out because of the guest appearance that Walter Delgado did on the Stick to Your Gun song, Nothing They Could Do to Me, on the Disobedient
1: album. Ah, there you go. Okay, good pull. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Rotting Out. I've never really listened to them. But, you know, I did see on the article that he got caught with 70 pounds of marijuana. So that's probably something the music scene can be okay without. So I, I think uh, I think the the music will live on. It's all good. Maybe we don't need uh, that kind of attention.
2: I mean, not taking away from the the music that Roddy Now puts out, because they're a good band. But yeah. I, I always thought Roddy Now was a straight-edge band. And it's kind of hypocritical for him to be caught with a lot of marijuana and steroids and hash oil <laughs> stashing speakers.
0: Wait, were they straight-edge? I had no idea.
2: I don't think I don't think they are, but I I always thought they were straight
0: edge. Man, do you guys remember when there used to be? And maybe Jackson, maybe this was a little bit before your time. I'm not sure. Maybe when you first started out going to shows. But Ty, do you remember the whole like straight edge society stuff? Remember when you used to go to shows and people used to have the big X's, but they used to take oh, yes, that as like.
2: because uh... yeah. Because I think uh, Brandon Schipetti was talking about in his podcast that everybody will, you, used to go see them on tour with AFI when Sing the Sorrow dropped in. This is Love, This is Murders came out the same year, and they used to tour together on the album cycles for Sing the Sorrow. And everybody would see the, the Leaving Song music video where everybody used to mark their hands like the big X in the music video, and everybody thought that that was the symbol for AFI. And everybody was like, Are you straight edge? And like, Oh, no, I thought the X was a symbol for AFI, which they found out that they were stupid enough to do so.
0: Yeah, I remember there being. CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, like CM Punk too. Yeah, that's true. I remember when people used to, they used to roam around as almost gangs in concerts, and they used to be enforcers where if they saw you drinking or smoking or something like that, they would beat you up.
2: Yeah, shout out to FSU, by the way. Uh, that's the Friends Stan United, the the hardcore crew from Boston. Oh,
0: that's jeez! I should remember now. Now I'm gonna get it. now I'm gonna get it for not knowing my own.
1: I mind. thought you were talking about the school. I was like, yeah, right, that's what yeah. I was like.
0: Florida State University. All right, <laughs> so where come from? Very nice. Very shout
2: nice. out, yeah! Shout out to Elgin of Friends Stan United. Hope you are all still <laughs> keeping the scenes, uh, scenes safe from um, skinheads and druggies and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Next story we got here. Ty, you want to take this one as well? Because you're the one who told me about it.
2: Yes. Slipknot performing Iowa. A classic masterpiece album in its entirety at Knotfest this year. I am super excited. I wish I could be going to this because I really love the album. And to see it live in its entirety after 15 years, which is hard to believe, is going to be an awesome thing to see. But, of course, I probably may or may not see it. But hopefully they do a DVD release for it. And it'll probably be on YouTube somewhere because everybody uses their phones and videotapes a
0: concert. Right. Even
2: though Corey Taylor smacked a phone out of a fan <laughs> one show, so
0: I do. I did love that story. We talked about that. Uh, yeah, I can't believe it's 15 years. Uh, it's, yeah, no,
2: because that was the album that really got me into Slipknot in high school.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, for me it was it was Wait and Bleed. That was the yeah. one that got me. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, yeah,
2: that too. Yeah. That too.
0: And then Iowa was just like, oh, I didn't realize you could get even better. Yeah, that kind of situation. So now, Jackson, I didn't see you reach into your masterpiece final collection. Is Iowa (laughs) not there?
1: No, Iowa's not there. I'm not the biggest Slipknot fan, and I know that's like I don't know that's like uh, not a very metal thing to say on my side, but I really only like the Wait and Bleed album, and you know I know all their hits usually, you know all the radio jams and stuff, but you know Iowa and all that stuff I never really got to hear. But that is really sick, you know, celebrating yeah. a fifteen year success. The people at Notfest are really lucky.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So yeah. So mentally prepare yourself if you want to buy the album for the very first time so you can have it in your stash.
0: Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm sure they're going to do that very well live. Who did the Pete Wentz story? I think I, I oh, think I did. Ty's Kilnick Go ahead. You keep going with this one. <laughs> Ty's
2: killing it. Yeah. So uh Pete Wentz announces a short film. Which is part of Fall Out Boy's Bloom Project. It's from Pete. From what uh, Pete once said is a, a live show and like a merchandise and short film, all visually designed as a way to inspire and uplift people.
0: Okay, that's good. I mean, look, it I just, haven't thought about Fall Out Boy in forever. So, but I mean, this is great.
2: In all honesty, they should have just left all that stuff to Vanna because they have the song entitled "Flower" on the All Hell album, and they talk about you let me bloom. I think it was. I think those were the words on that song, right?
0: Uh, yeah, but are you sure the <laughs> actual lyrical content isn't a little bit different, though? Besides that part.
2: Well, hey, it could be different. It could be not. But I think Vanna should have been the one to do that kind of stuff because they're always uplifting people with their albums. And I never heard Fall Out Boy do anything uplifting in their past couple of releases. So. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. <laughs> I'm okay with the project, but yeah, yeah, It's just exactly. weird coming from Fall Out Boy.
2: That, of all people,
1: really right? Yeah, from Fallout. Like, I mean, it's nothing against Fallout Boy. They're a great yeah. band, obviously. But it's, it's just odd to see that coming from them.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can see that for sure. Well, let's go on to the next thing now. We wow. have Memphis Mayfire announcing their new album. It's out on October 28th called This Light I Hold. It's on Rise Records. So you guys get a chance to listen to the song?
1: I
2: heard the song and I think it's, um, I from, judging from the lyrics, I think it's kind of a stab at uh, Maddie Montgomery from uh, For Today when I think Maddie says, if you continuously preach to be loved, then something, like, something to that extent.
0: I'll read some of the lyrics from Carry On, which is the new Memphis Mayfire song, because I thought this was interesting too. Set your sights on goals and awards, become obsessed. And watch success unfold. Decrease the morals. Increase the funds. Don't be too preachy if you want to be loved. Yeah, that's the line. Yeah, that's that's the the line right there. And then he goes on to say later on, God forbid I stand for something. God forbid I stand alone. God forbid I tell my story. God forbid it offers hope. The question is, yeah, is he lashing out at other bands in the scene? Is he lashing out at the critics? Is he lashing out at fans who say you're too preachy, whatever it happens to be? This is definitely, I mean, Jackson, say your line.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: Shots fired, baby. Oh, shots yeah,
1: fired. no, that is shots
2: fired.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. You're yeah, really,
2: yeah, I, yeah I, Matty yeah, is becoming a too preachy frontman himself because from, like, oh, this Well, uh, this
0: is for you, Ty. Yeah, <laughs> <but> judging <laughs> from
2: the type. Judging from the title, it's gonna be another like a Christ Core album, if you will.
0: But here's the thing: I agree with him, though. If you don't like that, you don't have to listen to his music, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. I lost track of Memphis May Fire last album, but I thought the album before that was really good, and two albums before that was really good.
2: I stopped uh, Memphis May Fire when uh, after the Hollow came out, and. I think I listened to a couple songs of Challenger. I think I had the hard copy for a while, then I gave it to somebody who actually appreciated it more than I did. I gotcha.
0: Now, Jackson, are they one
1: of your favorite bands? They're not one of my favorite bands. Uh, I actually just recently started getting into them. Not so recently, but kind of when Unconditional came out. That's when I first started listening to them. I am a fan of Christian bands. I'm sure that's probably why it was referred. That's (laughs) why I asked, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know what it is about Memphis Mayfire. Like I I do like Christian bands, I will admit. But there's just something about Memphis Mayfire that doesn't click with me. Like I don't I'm not gonna like a band just because they're Christian. Well right you know what I mean? it's the same like, reason I,
0: I wouldn't like a band just because they're atheist or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah,
2: I don't really I don't think Memphis Mayfire really identifies as a Christian band, but Maddie Mullins is an actual diehard Christian, even though the people I people have been saying that he's a racist at one point in his career or something yes. like
0: that yeah he's allegedly yeah we'll say allegedly yeah alleged just, racist just, alleged yeah.
1: sexist and yeah alleged all,
0: this other shit. alleged all that stuff he's yeah he's
1: full of controversy but it, it comes with the title when you're on a stage like that but i mean i mean he, he's doing fine I, I really don't think it was towards maddie montgomery i think it was more of like a critics like going towards the critics or maybe fans who you know he hears a lot more from but on the single itself, if or for go, if referring back to just the yeah. music itself, I thought it was actually a really good song, and I'm pumped for a new album, and I can't wait to hear it all. Yeah, but I like. I, I definitely do think that it was towards something or somebody.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. realness in my music. I mean, I like it when people tell stories as well. I'm a big fan of yeah. that, especially concept albums. But I also like when someone does something like this, and he is putting out what his real life is and mm-hmm. sticking yeah. to it, what he wants to do. You
2: know? Yeah, I see a lot of the comments saying, oh, another Matty Mullins album talking about his struggles of his life and all right. this other stuff. Who are we to stop them from eating and providing for their people?
0: So Exactly, yeah. and they have a and huge following. And what I following. like
1: about it yeah. is that he doesn't literally—you can refer this song and the lyrics to really any situation in life.
2: Yeah, like, pretty much. It doesn't much.
1: have to be Christian or religious-related. Like, it, it, You can apply that message that he's trying to say to anything, and that's I what I yeah. like about it. You yeah, it, like, like it, shove it down your throat, you know, or anything like that.
2: Yeah, he just kinda like um did a little was a I think it was a little slick with it, just to uh, take a yeah. dag at the inauthentic people like sell yourself for platinum, deny the yeah. truth for gold. <laughs> you could be the next big thing if you turn your back on what you
1: know. Right. Yeah. I thought he was talking more to like crown the empire and you know those kind of bands that completely changed their sound to maybe sell out. That's honestly the first thing that came up to my mind. Yeah, I think
2: I think Memphis made Fire and Crown the Empire tour together, so I don't think it was a jab towards them because I'm pretty sure they're good friends with each other or something.
0: You just never know anymore. Like since yeah, we don't you know. Those, know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know those backstage. I mean, he could be just talking about pop stars in general. Like you know, the VMAs were on last night. He could be talking about any one of those bands there like you don't know, can be talking about solo. the damn
1: raccoons that keep going in his trash can for all we know yes. we just won't <laughs> Yeah.
2: Don't know. Those we damn raccoons though. Yeah, aka MTV icon
1: Rihanna.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that opening part and then I I couldn't get to the remote fast enough.
1: Quick. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Quick, quick, quick.
0: It was on all these channels I didn't expect it to be on. Like I'm flipping. It was on cool. Comedy Central and TV Land last night. Yeah, it's crazy. Really. Like I because MTV, that whole, uh, what is it? What's the parent company owns all those channels? So they just put. Uh, Vicom? Yeah, Vicom. That's why it was so crazy. You can see MTV on VH1 now because they all yeah. own each other. Right? It's just the way yeah, it is. Yeah,
2: this it's crazy.
0: Now, I will say one thing that came out as well in the conversation I had with Matt Good from First to Last, if people have not heard that yet, that came out last week. He mentioned, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that this is the Memphis Mayfire album that he produced. Yeah, so, it, it is because yeah.
2: he actually um uh, they were tweeting pitches on Instagram and some of that of Maddie and Matt in the studio together producing the album.
0: Yeah, so I'm definitely going to check this out for that reason alone.
2: Yeah, because too much Cameron Rizal production albums back after after another and after another is kind of is kind of tiring after a while.
0: Yeah, you need something different. I think Matt Good is different. Yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward to hearing it. Like I said, what is it? October 28th or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, October, October 28th. There we go. So, yeah, I, I'm interested. Uh, I like a Shots Fired track coming <laughs> out right away. I'm, I'm all good with that. I'm going to get that as a soundbite, Jackson. At some point, I'm just going to record that onto it. my phone, and it'll be great. And we'll just press the button. It'll be Shots Fired. It'll work out well. Yes. All right, so let's take it to the next one. Ty, did you put?
2: Candaria, yeah. Candaria, there you go. Candaria with, a, with a new album on Metal Blade Records October 7th while they were sleeping. I heard the new song that they came out with is a really good song. A very, uh, It's very Candaria with a, a very, very like sneaky jazz section in the yeah. middle of the song, which kind of threw everybody <laughs> a little curveball. But yeah, I seen them live last time when they were opening for Poison the Well, and mm-hmm. they put on the pretty good show. And it was my first time seeing Candaria live at that time.
0: Nice.
2: So I'm definitely looking forward to this one. And they performed, a, I think, two new songs during that night, and... It just really kept me excited, uh, looking forward to what they're going for.
1: Yeah, I heard it, and my one word to describe that song was odd. (laughs) It is odd. I liked it. That was the thing. Like, It it wasn't an odd as in a bad way. It was like just odd, but in a good way. Because at the beginning of the song, I was like, okay, this kind of just sounds like a basic, normal, metal kind of song. And then that jazz part came in. But I wasn't thrown off. I actually liked it. And then after the jazz part, they go into like a killer ass breakdown with like a a, a fucking yell that lasts like 10 seconds. And I was like, damn. All right. Now, they just got my attention from jazz to breakdown (laughs) to who. I mean, they just threw in all the elements. It kind of reminded me of kind of stuff that like August Burns Red does on their new album. Or they'll be jamming, and then next thing you know, you're in a bar mitzvah or something. (laughs) But but it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, a lot of odd
2: music, like odd time signature music and odd time um, structure, whatever you want to call it, has been missing in music, like mostly metalcore music for a while. So it's good for Candaria to come back and kind of bring that aspect of their style of music to the music scene, if you will.
0: I have to say, I did not know this band before, and now they have a new fan. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, so everyone, I we will definitely be checking out this album when it comes out. It's While They Were Sleeping, October 7th on Metal Blade Records. I really enjoyed this track, so definitely check it out for sure. Thank you, Ty. That was good.
2: All right. All right,
0: all right. so now, so- <laughs> now we go into, and I just put this up there. I threw this up there because I think it happened a couple weeks ago, actually, but we didn't comment on it. It looks like Slaves Is- Are Back.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like they've been back like months ago because... No, no, the, it was like back
0: and forth. They kept on, like they were hinting at a return and then there was never an actual like, yeah, we're because, back.
2: Yeah, they put it months ago when uh, they said, oh, they thought slaves were breaking up, but we're not breaking up. It's just me and uh, the bases doing the new music and they were writing. So because the news came out that they were breaking up after the final show in California, I think. Was
1: it April or something like that?
0: Yeah, it was It was like two shows after I saw them. Yeah,
1: I was about to say. Yeah. And it was like mid-tour too. Yeah, because yeah. they
0: walked off stage after not finishing their set when I saw them. By like, the way, guys, we're breaking up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But now, yeah, now I, I mean, I hope Johnny Craig's original like letter to everyone was that he was going to get help again. Like, let's hope it actually took. It just seems like maybe you should take some more time, possibly. Yeah.
2: Um, I I think they should have just let the group just like let the group go and just move on. Just too much drama and turmoil with their uh, with their tenure as a band, with all like the debt issues and the sure. backstage issues with all this other stuff. I'm like, but why continue something that's already been like. I, like, have a lot of baggage on you.
0: Well, that's also like saying, Well, let's just not have a band with Johnny Craig ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> because, really,
2: Johnny Craig can still continue on as a solo artist because everybody goes to shows to just watch him anyway.
0: That is true. I do agree with that. But if I'm you talk about him,
1: that, I'd do it. Yeah. Just for Johnny Craig, to be
0: honest. Dude, his, his voice is amazing. Like, yeah, it's, it's like angels. Like, it's just. <laughs> It's, I wouldn't go that far now. I don't know. I when when That's he the played. First time
1: I heard the Beatles.
0: Yeah, seriously, it's crazy how good <laughs> his voice is. But he's such a tortured soul that it just ruins every band that he's in. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I, I
2: saw because I saw on Twitter one time that everybody was as uh, because Johnny Craig was like, uh, the reason uh, somebody said the reason why you keep bouncing from one band to another is because nobody can stand your. Ignorant ass for at least seven months at a time, and Johnny was like, "Oh, you got me." I was like, "Shots fired." Shots I was just you got saved. burned,
1: damn. Johnny Craig
2: got burned online. Yeah. I was, I screenshotted it and I saved it. <laughs> I think I still have it. I'll let you guys see it when we're. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, here's my here's yeah, my that's so- too funny. Here's my song for Johnny Craig here. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's my sad violin. There we go. <laughs>
1: Four bands Sad. in and no one can keep Johnny Craig. That's
0: yeah. the song you hear. That's true. We got to pick up the pace on the show. So let's get everyone back into it. Here you go.
1: And his name is
2: John Cena. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we're back, guys. Look at that. How great All is that? Right. All right. So I think we have some, uh, a lot of more stuff to talk A lot of more, I said. A lot more yeah. stuff to talk about. So let's go into more tracks. We've got... New songs from King 810 or King 810, Alpha and Omega, from their new album coming out called, I'm going to butcher this, is it La Petite Morte or something like that? Uh, I, think you, I, I, think you okay. I think you got Morte it the first time. Okay, La Petite Morte or A Conversation with God, out September 16th on Roadrunner. Guys, I got to say, holy shit, the song is brutal.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, yeah, yeah, it's brutal, but it's kind of like a uninteresting uh, version of Kane Hill, obviously.
0: Well, they're first of all. Let's just at least say this: Ty, they are way before Kane Hill. They've been around uh, for that's, years. That's true. Yeah, that I is mean, true.
2: But I think I think the song sounds exactly like the time I went to go see them with Tech Nine live, and I just wasn't really feeling their style and stuff. Uh, like that, well, that's so. right.
0: That's right. But I know for me, I love this track. Like I said, I already have their new album pre-ordered. I already got the merch bundle coming. I liked the track that just came out before, I Ain't Going Back. But then this one brought it back to Kill em All and Fat Around the Heart. Come on, when he says, I'll make your inside shift, that is my gift.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he says. The video was so brutal. Oh, and, the video is brutal. Yeah, you, the imagery the lyrics was good. Are brutal. Yeah, you yeah. think the lyrics are brutal. Everyone listening, please just look at yes. that video <laughs> and tell me it doesn't make you feel uneasy. Oh, yeah.
2: And dude, they when, eat, like fucking raw fish and shit. Like, yeah,
0: what the fuck is that? Dude, when they're going, I am the alpha and the omega, like that's a go fucking workout. Like you just want to pick up weights.
1: Fuck the gym. That song makes you bring the gym to your house and throw it around.
0: Yeah, you're just throwing shit. Like, I would love to see the pit for that type of song. It's it's got to It will be interesting to see. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know how much they really tore around that much, but we'll see what comes out with this new album. But I was a fan. I know this isn't your style as much, Ty, but they change styles so much that you never really know where they're coming from, and that's something Mm -hmm. I enjoy. Yeah. September 16th, get on that. Next one, Ty, I know you want to talk about this a little bit. We got Backwards with Be Great. So that's Backward and then a Z. So Backwards. (laughs) Backwards. I need uh, to clarify that. uh, Yep. Uh, they, They dropped their new track, Be Great, at the same time as Fire From The Gods dropped their new album that we are going to review later on in the show. But I've been a big fan of Eric July, who's the lead singer of Backwards for a while now. I really, really enjoy this song, but Jackson, here's your catchphrase. What do they do in the song?
1: They are firing shots there.
0: everywhere. There we everywhere. go. Everywhere.
1: <laughs> All, I mean, the song is six minutes. Four minutes is just shots being fired. Yeah, it's absolutely At least. true. So, Ty, tell us your feelings.
2: Um, I never really got a chance to hear the track, but I did hear that the vocalist of Backwards is actually one of the ex-vocalists of Fire from the Gods when they were a six-piece band with two vocalists. And here's the story. My boys uh, played a show in Staten Island with them when they were originally a six piece. And supposedly the vocalist in Backwards was a racist dude. So I guess they got well, rid of him and they kept uh, he's, AJ. He's libertarian.
0: He's libertarian. Yes. So, I mean, sometimes I guess that can be seen as racist. But he does a lot of talks where he's just anti-government.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was told by my boy that he that he actually played with them on stage with them. And yeah. they said he was racist.
0: Let's say allegedly again, <laughs> just in, allegedly. just in case. We'll say allegedly again. I, I'm am a fan of Eric July. I mean, if people listen to the Garrett Russell conversation I had, we had all that politics talk, and they seem to lean similar as well. And I'm kind of lean that way as well. I wouldn't say full libertarian. I just don't like the candidates that are available to us right now. So I like the idea Who'd of die? having. Who yeah, would? Well, I like the idea of having multiple parties instead of just two. You know, that kind of thing. But that's Eric July does a lot of those kind of shows and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. They don't have – I mean, they self-release this. They have a partnership with a label or something, I guess. But they're not, like, saying an album is right around the corner. I think they just dropped this song at the same time as Fire from the Gods in order to get that kind of beef started, it seems.
2: Yeah. If if I feel like someone's salty against uh, Fire from the
0: Gods (laughs) – It's completely possible. Yeah,
1: that's a... I mean, you could think of it as he's either A, raw as shit, and he's just a badass, or B, it's a really big publicity stunt.
0: Yeah, Um, and it's smart. It was damn smart to drop that song at the same time.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it it definitely brings up um, publicity on their part, that's for sure.
0: No doubt. Yeah. We'll dive into that more later, especially maybe on a different show, too. So next one, famous last words. They brought out a new track again called The Judged, and that's off of The Incubus that's coming out September 30th on Revival Recordings. Obviously, I also have this pre-ordered. I love this band. This song just continues on with the thing that they did before, so I'm completely fine with it.
1: Yeah, this song, I really liked their last song that they released. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really big step forward for them. And I honestly didn't think they were gonna top it off. I thought it was just like all their other albums where they have like one really, really good song and then a bunch of, you know, just okay songs. Sure. But this second single that they released gave me more hope for the album. Because this song to me is just as good or better as the last track they released. Yeah. So I can tell that I'm really, really gonna like this album. And I did not have it pre-ordered, to be honest. But this second single makes me want to pre-order it.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Which is good. really
1: good yeah. that bands do really singles like that because it makes you want to get it.
0: Yeah, plus it's on Revival, and everyone knows how much I love Revival, and I think they're a great place for bands to be to get back to their original sound and everything. So mm-hmm. it just works out yeah. perfectly.
2: Yeah, Alessandra's doing great business.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they're doing great. I mean, they picked up Altares, and they got Funeral Portrait. I mean, they're doing a really, really good job. So we'll see if they continue to pick up some people for sure. Next, we have Every Time I Die, C++, parenthesis, Love Will Get You Killed, <laughs> and parentheses. Uh, so I don't know if either of you went ahead and read the backstory to this. So this new album that's coming out, The Low Teens, uh, September 23rd on Epitaph. So apparently the lead singer, his wife, and he people, is a parent
2: now because yeah. uh, his wife, she was suffering complications with the pregnancy
0: Seven at the very, very end of the pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
2: and uh, he uh, left the tour abruptly to fly out to go be with her. Yep. And didn't even know about that.
0: Yeah, and she passed passed away and came back. And the baby's safe and she's safe. Yeah, she's safe and the baby's safe. But he said that 99% of the lyrics of this new album are written about that night that his daughter was born. Yeah, so...
2: It's definitely going to be a more emotional album for them, for sure.
0: Yeah, and he even mentions, he's like, look... Maybe not every person has gone through this particular instance, but he says that the lyrics should be universal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: and I'm already a fan of Every Time I Die, so I'm definitely looking forward to hearing the rest of the album when it comes out, for sure, because this is definitely um, a very um, shocking but kind of interesting story to hear in recorded format.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the exact quote from him, by the way. So this was on Billboard, which I was very surprised that they got this exclusive. But uh, he said... They understand, like the fans, understand hopelessness and anger and darkness and light. And that's how the lyrics will translate. I thought that was pretty interesting. It's weird. By the way, this is just a side note. But it's very strange who's getting exclusives now and who isn't. Because Billboard got that exclusive. The Famous Last Words was on Huffington Post. And it was their exclusive. And then someone just recently, now I won't do anything Rolling Stone related, because of their coverage of serial killers and stuff like I think
2: yeah they put the Boston bomber on the cover and
0: it's not because I live in Boston it's because I can't believe anyone would just put like their boy band picture cover up to give to glorify because that's what they were doing let's be honest they were glorifying that piece of shit so whatever that's a side note but I don't go there I don't give them any money I don't click on their links but I'm pretty sure it was their least selling issue oh of course it was yeah absolutely uh, good for them, you know, making money off the of suffering of others, you know, great. But garbage. Yeah, exactly. Garbage. Exactly. But they just had an exclusive too. I don't know what this is. This is very strange that <laughs> people are like throwing around uh, this stuff. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I mean, maybe next one will be like the New York Post. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. So we'll see. So yeah.
2: So yeah, this track definitely got a uh, He Is Legend uh, early. He Is Legend vibes from the track, and definitely got people excited for this album for sure.
0: Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I will definitely be picking up this album, no doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. All right, who put the next one on? Who put
2: a Mice and Men Contagious as
0: the next Uh, song we're going to (laughs) reveal?
1: I put it on. All
0: right, Jackson, we got some shit to (laughs) talk uh, about.
1: Yeah, okay, so Mice and Men just released a new single off their album, Cold World. It's called called... Contagious, and uh, yeah, it's trash. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Just (laughs) straight up. Yeah, it's amazing
2: how... It's amazing how Jackson can take a break from Twenty One Pilots
1: to go back into the oh. dad
0: rock pool. <laughs> oh, and and Coldplay too. Let's not forget about that.
1: <laughs> uh, yep, I watched uh, the Coldplay man. show, guys. Um, well, oh, sorry, was, I shouldn't was, have ruined that.
0: We're gonna do the review later on.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, here. So I
2: heard I heard the song. It's actually not that bad. Actually, uh, it's uh, it's um, uh, uh, yeah, pain definitely got me interested, and real kept the uh, interest going, but. I have to like hear it again just to really hear it for itself again because I heard it once and I didn't hear it again. But yeah, it's the continuation in the journey of um, quote unquote dad rock or <laughs> alternative metal, if you will.
1: Trademarked by Ian Hates Podcast.
0: Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let me indulge me for a second while I read these lyrics because I have to. Gosh. Uh, oh, yeah, just just please just <laughs> and imagine any other band doing this at some point. So just just hear this out sticks and stones from a stranger's throw have never much affected me but words from those supposedly who matter most are nothing but poisoning you cut me down drag me out down and out to your level i'll never find myself stooping down to this it feels like it's taking a part of me from the inside it takes the best parts of me and i don't know why i'm here anyway but it feels like falling to my face (sighs) <sighs> adhering to every part of me. My pessimistic attitude is contagious. Come on now. That's not... It's almost like a circle.
1: Yeah, and... Like it just went around and... I, think I don't know... I recycled if... a couple... I feel like recycled
2: a couple of lyrics from their last album and mixed it up with some really, like, real-life quotations that people use when people insult somebody.
0: Every single line of this is cliche. And then also, I didn't even... One of the lines on it, too, is with friends like these, who needs enemies? That's uh, a lyric in a song in 2016, like this whole yeah, song. Yeah, I, like
2: I heard that lyric someplace before. In a long every, time ago, and in, now they're just rehashing it
0: now. In every emo song you ever heard 12 years ago, <laughs> like it's just, it's insane. And then seriously, at one point they yell "please," and I thought they were getting my inner thoughts in their song because as soon as I was like "please," I have to stop hearing this. It's, I'm sorry, it's garbage. It's yeah, absolutely I, like
2: good. yeah. It's probably one of the weaker songs in the album.
0: Well, they've had three very weak songs, so I don't know.
2: Well, yeah. pain,
1: pain was actually a, yeah,
2: definitely pain was, was a good, good. track. It was well, good.
1: I say good. It's still to me probably the worst song off all the albums. I, oh yeah. I just really don't like any song off this album, and then I keep thinking, oh well, it's just that one song because I like pain. Real was bad to me, and then contagious came out. And I said, okay, this one's gonna fix everything they <laughs> released this on purpose they heard all the backlash but and no, then your dreams it, it got, got crushed worse. yeah it just got worse and you know the only thing i can think of and it's because i want to feel for them because the mice and men is a really big well-respected band yeah is the fact and they're trying that to move 80, away from
2: their respound the sound that they had for a long time since they started but now they're moving away from that and it's a hard for a band like that who has been doing metalcore for so long to branch out into doing that sound that they wanted to do since the get-go.
0: Well, here's the deal, before I get more hate mail than I already do. It's not that they aren't talented because they are. Like yeah. I have so much respect for Austin and what he does. So much respect. But you can't tell me that I just read all the lyrics to that song. It's 2016. That's unacceptable. And then the whole song, I was just like, "Oh yeah," You know, 10 years ago, I used to like Flaw and Edema as well. That song is a complete ripoff of new metal bands. And I know that's the direction they're going in, and that's fine. But at least bring something new to the table the way Kane Hill did. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Like, they're resting. Yeah. If any band is resting on their laurels, of uh, Mice and Men are resting on their laurels. Like, it's great that they have a great following, and this album's going to make them a ton of money. And that's great. Like, if anything, Maddie Mullins should be talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's crazy. This should not be happening at this time. I, I don't know. That's that's all I'm saying. Like,
2: yeah, because uh, Motionless and White already did that with uh, "I Will Not Break" by ben- Breaking Benjamin, and A Word Alive did that with uh, "Giving In" by Edema. Yeah. And now, uh, A Mice and Men with this song. Yeah, it's just a continuation of um, new metal tributes, or you could just call them ripoffs.
0: I know, taking a part of me from the inside. I just, it's one of the most cliche things. It was yeah, fine I just back in, of,
2: yeah. I don't know why, but I just thought of a Linkin Park song just now.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Think I mean, of
1: this. Anything. This is the perspective that I have. I think that it was time for a new album. Austin Carlyle is obviously not in the best health right now. He's going through Which a lot Which is very of unfortunate, issues. yeah. Right, and you feel for them. But I feel like maybe they're rushing this, and that's what we're getting. The product... Of a very rushed project. That's what I think this is. It's very simplistic, um, so I think it's possible. With time. And you thought would've they would have had the... something like this.
2: And you thought by the time they had off when Austin had his heart surgery, his final heart surgery, they were going to take a little bit more time with it.
0: Maybe Jackson has a point there. Maybe it's just very simplistic to get it out there quicker. Like that's yeah, a complete I, possibility. I really do
2: think that's what it is. I yeah, think because it's from a very rushed album. Yeah, because from the flood to restoring Forest, it took three years off to do it
0: yeah I, I don't get it. I'm just I'm very disappointed. See that's the thing I'm not angry. I'm not gonna tell anyone not to listen to it because right. I am going to listen to the rest of this album. but holy yeah, shit here. this this song disappointed the fuck out of me like I was listening I was like, okay, they missed me on the first two tracks. this one's gonna get it back. It's gonna be fine. And I kind of liked that it was a little bit more metal-ish in some of the break parts. but then I listened to the lyrics and I was and I was just like and I gave it multiple listens. I was like, oh no. This is not good. This is just really not good. I
2: guess uh, I guess it makes sense. I only listened to it once. Then
0: yeah, I mean, hey, t- t- try it again. I did, but man, yeah, I think you just start to realize how bad it is. Next yeah. Song. Next, <laughs> next <laughs> band we got. Oh, I feel bad for them now because we nah. just got out the low point. <laughs> We're coming back to here. So the next band is Young Guns. They release Echoes, and then a video for Mad World. Their album comes out on September sixteenth on Wind Up. It's called Echoes as well. I like this band. I saw them on Warped Tour, and I thought they did a good job. They're like uh, 30 seconds to Mars. That would mm-hmm. probably be the best way to describe them. So it's like an alt rock where there's a couple screams every once in a while, but they're a little atmospheric as well. They, they kind of paint a different picture than you would normally expect. I think they do a good job. I'm looking forward to the album, and I like this track. So it's not setting the world on fire or anything, but it's good.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a good track. It's it's solid. Um, you know they're coming band. You know uh, they probably got a lot to prove, but off of this song, you know I don't know if they really completely grabbed my attention yet. Sure. But it's definitely a good song, and it's something that gives you promise for the album coming out. So I'll definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll all. I'm sure we'll make sure we. Uh, we check it
0: out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It's another band. I, I love finding new music and stuff and yeah. I just happened to stumble upon them at Warped Tour and I thought they did a good job. So I was like, oh, new album coming out? Why not check it out? You know? Right. Alright. So the last ones, I was the only one who got a chance to listen to them. So you've got Sworn In with Endless Grey uh, and I don't know if they have a new album coming out. I didn't see the details for it, but I like the song. I like the screaming in Sworn In. They're not always the band that I'm going to put on the background while I'm doing stuff but i like the screamer so i like this song it's it's sworn in that's i mean they have a style
2: yeah i i made a pledge to myself to stay away from anything sworn in because not only was i not really a fan of them but me and my boys had a uh, issue with their i guess i should say former manager if you oh, will because okay. so yeah uh, i'm staying away from anything sworn in at this point
1: that's fine juicy deets. juicy deets. Juicy, I, yeah, I know <laughs> yeah. come on we can yeah, say so, we'll th- say th- yeah. allegedly
2: Yeah, he basically uh, wanted to continue a show when there was a very, very dangerous blizzard going on and there wasn't going to be a lot of people in attendance.
0: Ah, okay. Mm. Gotcha.
2: And he he just basically wanted money because it was going to be his last show that he booked in, Poughkeepsie, because it took place at The Chance. From then on, it was just all drama backstage. Gotcha.
0: Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that word. Allegedly. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Well, it looks like the next Ian Hates music conversation will be with Ty Rock One. And <laughs> want have to go through all this stuff. All That'll right. be interesting. Yeah, why not? So, next one we've got Stick to Your Guns. And they have two new tracks out: Universal Language and the Never Ending Story. And of course, just seeing the never ending story got me like right away. It's the same Thinking way of a right? Yeah. That is the reason why I got into Atreyu. Is because I saw it and I was like, holy shit, never ending story. It's the same as what I talked to Matt about. The first time I heard from First to Last was because Dear Diary is one of my favorite lines from Heathers. And I was like, What fucking band would have that as their title for their for their album? This is awesome. That's how it happened. So I was I was happy to see this. And wow, I think they did a very good job with these two tracks very yeah, because, ang- angry and depressed
2: but yeah uh definitely uh there's their first released um first release on pure noise records after they uh, finished with sumerian so yeah. this EP I'm definitely looking forward to because I think um because I always listen to album's like uh, I, f- I look at um albums that are like books like once you read it from the beginning to the end you always look forward to the next um story if you will sure and I think the le- the last track on the last album disobedient was called left you behind and it was like very More emotional track, talking about some uh, a boy that was for came from a broken home and stuff. And now with this new EP that's coming out soon, it's probably going to be another
0: um, story to tell. By the way, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, one of the lyrics in here is "All I see is war," and I just thought pissed off. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'll see where they go with it. They seem to be very outspoken no matter what. So. Yeah, yeah, they're one
1: of those political-based um, lyric kind of bands. Also,
0: yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, aside so.
1: from uh, Straight from the Path.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. True. Very true. I think that finishes new music for us now. So let's go mm-hmm. to tours, and I just I have a few here. So we have Friends of the Show. Convictions has two tours. They've got the Invoke tour with Dayseeker and Hotel Books and Jackson. I thought you said you were going to that, right?
1: Yeah. Bad news.
0: So oh it made no. Me
1: really pissed. No. Get a load of that. And I just found this out this morning that my little brother's first ever middle school football game will be September 8th, which is the day that convictions is coming to Dallas. So you that got, is a show I must miss. And I'm really what? upset about it. Dude,
0: you know what you have to say, right? You just go up to your parents. You go, I don't <laughs> want your life. And then it's all good. You just varsity blues See, that situation.
1: It's a funny story. And I've never <laughs> show, said this, but the first time. No, the second time I saw Convictions, I took my little brother and he is 13 and that was his first ever metal show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and you know, he bought a shirt or I bought him a shirt and the Ooh, singer that's... Michael even d- gave a shout out to him on stage and had him take pictures and get uh, give my little brother autographs and all that stuff and he did all that for my little brother and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. So I feel really bad if I go without him. I was yeah, to he, him. He, he
2: got uh, started in the good shit way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he listens to like, you know, what all the kids are listening to. So I took him to this. and I said, please, just all go that, with me to this.
0: All that Britney you know, Bits feel stuff. Feel what I
1: feel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and he loved it. I mean, dude, he he was jumping up and down. He He's kind of got long hair. He was flipping his hair around. I mean, he looked like a metalhead for a second. It was really cool. It, it was one of those uh, proud big brother moments.
0: Nice.
2: Maybe he is, and he probably got a taste of something different other than metal.
0: Yeah, that's a possibility. All right, well, uh, that's a little disappointing. But they are doing
1: more tours, and they're also coming to to the So What Music Fest, and I'll catch them there. That's why I'm not too upset about it.
0: That's true. That's true, yeah. They have one more tour with Everyone Dies in Utah, Glass Houses, and Conspire. They'll they'll figure it out. Oh, and I think sorry, that's not even convictions. Conviction's also out with like Hawthorne Heights right now too. That's a strange little tour right there.
1: It really is, but that's a it's a good one though.
0: Yeah, I would go see that if they were anywhere around me, which they are not. So, as soon as Convictions comes up to the East Coast, I would love to see them. They just haven't they been up here. They go to yet.
1: Dallas every tour I've noticed, which is crazy because yeah. they're not even from around here. They've hit Dallas every tour that I've ever seen them do.
0: I've noticed Washington. Dallas is a big hot spot.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've seen them at Webster Hall in New York City. So I guess I'm not, I haven't missed out much.
0: Yeah, but they never come up here. They never oh. they never make that extra four hours to bust. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, that hasn't happened yet, but I would love to see them. Then you've also got the You Can't Kill Us tour, Icon for Hire and Stitched Up Heart. Palisades are out on tour with It Lives It Breeze, Dark Complexion, and Blind Wish. And then Emerosa just announced their new tour with Ann Arbor and Cold Collective.
2: Yeah, that tour got my attention because Emerosa always used to tour with a bunch of post hardcore bands when they got really popular because Johnny Craig was in the group at that time. Right. But now it's a tour with bands like Ann Arbor and Cold Collective, more alternative rock bands, if you will. And the direction that Emerosa's music has gone, and it definitely makes sense to me because mm-hmm. to do a tour like this with them.
0: Yeah, completely agree. I'm going right now because none of these tours are coming near me. I am going to go to the You Can't Kill Us tour because it's going to be a block away from my apartment. And I like Icon for Hire. I think they're good. I mean, they're a little poppy, but for what they're doing, I like what they're doing. You know, they they seem to be a You Can't Stop Us kind of a band and they'll do whatever they want, which I enjoy. So, yeah, those are the tours right now. Anyone got any more tour information that we might have missed? There actually
1: uh, no. is one, and it's oh. Amity Affliction touring with Being as an Ocean, and I can't remember nice. the other band. It's really frustrating me. Uh, but it's a trof- great lineup.
2: It's, was it Trophy Eyes with them?
1: Yeah, Trophy yes, Eyes. Yes, that that and sounds very familiar. And yeah. they're not coming to Texas or anywhere near Texas at all, which yeah, is really strange to me. So I still have not seen Amity Affliction. They're just yeah, like they come, getting
0: away from you as far as possible.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're coming to New York, but I have already seen them before when. Um, I think Chasing Ghosts came out, and I think that's good. That's good enough for me.
0: Uh, I would see them every oh, time. I, I've, I love that, I've, I've the seen affliction. them so many times, like it's almost uncountable. But they're playing really? Worcester. Yeah, they're playing Worcester, and unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna make it that night because I have a podcast. So it's just one of those things where I probably won't be able to do it.
1: Yeah, actually, I, wish I saw had those choices. You guys them uh... seem like it's <laughs>
0: nice. Yeah, I actually, saw them. I'm in Affliction twice. Last one was at Warp Tour. They're awesome. I have no, and I think seeing them play this new album would be great, but it's just, I don't think it's in the cards this time, unfortunately. I think we're on reviews now, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. Yes.
2: I'll start with Siler, okay. which is entitled uh, Help, that just came out August 26th on Hopeless Records. Right. And my take on the album is definitely from the last album, which is titled To Whom It May Concern. This um, this release definitely exceeded expectations because their I think their last album was like a little bit more um, cliche and a uh, little bit mostly redundant, but this one is definitely more melodic and and uh, their guitarist uh, clean singer Miguel has a like much of a role as a vocalist in the band aside from um, the lead vocalist Jaden because you hear a lot of um, his singing. And a mix of uh, Jaden screaming. So it's definitely more melodic, but still has the Siler's sound and style. And as far as recommended tracks, I have too many to list because every song, uh, every single song is pretty much good except for like maybe one, which is like kind of like the weak point. But uh, a couple of tracks like Soul Addiction, Assume, which they have the music video for, South Street Lullaby, and Pleasure Paradise. And being that Pleasure Paradise is like my, uh, favorite track because i think it's more of like a jab to bands from new york city who try to be like them so much it's not even funny jackson's fired
1: track (laughs) basically i really liked the album it's not what i expected and i don't know if i'm saying that in a good way or a bad way i was really confused when i heard the album because when i heard it i expected something else and i didn't get it (laughs) but i liked it. it it's really weird i don't know i expected more because, like, their style, I expected more. I knew they were going to slow down because I think their other albums were a little heavier. They're more melodic now, but I expected more of a hip hop aspect to the album for some reason. You know, it's just something I thought. But the album is great. There's more clean vocals, which is, to me, an upgrade. Their clean vocalist is really talented, I think. He also sounds pretty much the same live. I think it's really a joy to watch them live. My favorite songs were Me, Myself, and I. And South Street Lullaby and the track they released the but yeah, that was pretty much it. It's a good album, but I don't know why I just expected more hip hop to it. Not because yeah. I like it more, I just expected more. Well, there of was it. some.
0: There was definitely there, there some. was
1: oh, some. Yeah, there uh, was. I just expected more, kind of like yeah. from the, uh, ashes to new, kind of like from fire from the gods kind of thing. Oh, okay, but like more. Yeah, there was definitely. Uh,
2: yeah, there was definitely uh, a little bit more hip hop. And uh, as far as uh, Miguel's clean vocals live, they're not really the best, but oh, okay. hey, teach his own.
0: Well, I will go ahead and say that for sure, this is the best Siler album to date. I don't think there's yeah. any questioning that whatsoever. Really like the dueling vocals, the cleans, the uncleans, the little bits of hip hop slash rap, whatever you want to call them from time to time, spoken word, whatever you want to call it. The production see? was a million times better. Than their yeah, previous album, it's, uh,
2: yeah. Eric Ron
0: yep. produced it from uh, Palisades and Too Close to Touch. You could definitely tell how different yeah, it, it was. Yeah, fits them good. Yeah, for so yeah, good. I
2: think uh, Eric Ron did the Issues album too.
0: Oh, he might have as well. Because yeah, that's Another what. Another
1: perfect fit.
0: Yeah, that's what I would say right now. Was this is metalcore with like a Lincoln Park vibe and Issues, and then I actually heard in their guitar work a lot of Seven Dust. And that's actually gonna come, yeah, it's gonna come up in the next review as well. But guitar work for sure, a little seven-dush-ish, because it kind of goes back and forth between new metal and metalcore, the way that they're playing it. Uh, And I really enjoyed it. I thought this was a very, very good album. Favorite tracks for me: me, myself, and I, and Assume. I listened again just so I could make the comparison for uh, to whom it may concern their last album. And that album, there was so much weird electronic shit that didn't need to be done, like, on the verge of, like, an attack-attack type thing. Blame Caleb for all of that. No, we gotta not blame Caleb, because Caleb was the one that took that shit away.
1: Caleb saved them.
0: Yeah, Caleb's the one who saved them. That wasn't him. Yeah, but, I, for,
1: for but that little, album for a little bit.
0: But To
2: Whom It May Concern made it sound like another This Means War by Attack Attack.
0: This Means War barely had any electronics. This Means War, if you listen to that right now, you go, oh, is this new Beartooth? That album sounds like Beartooth
2: because Beartooth never has any electronics.
0: That's what I mean. Well, I think I you're getting I heard, think you're getting your I albums ex- mixed up. I
2: heard some electronics if I'm not
0: mistaken. Uh if you're talking about the first two attack attack albums, yes, but not This Means War.
2: Uh, I heard some electronics that This Means War. I'm pretty sure I did.
0: Okay. All right. We might have to have I'm pretty have, sure I did. We might Jackson
1: yeah, I honestly didn't think there was any. No, crying, when I but, do, when I do Double Guns to Point
0: again. to You, I want to hear Shots Fired. So that's, I thought we yeah, were on that by that time. Just
2: go back and listen to that album again. I did.
0: I listened to it a week ago. So I'm telling you. I have to revisit that. That, that uh, album sounds like Beartooth when you listen to it. This needs
1: to be settled immediately.
0: Well, what I will say is... To whom it may concern, very muddled, lots of down-tuned guitars, like it just singing and screaming seemed really rough. But yeah, I, I like this album. My review for this album is this. Turn down All right, so that's good.
1: Exactly.
2: The <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. That's my review. Yeah, for they. That.
2: De- yeah, they definitely won me over with this one.
0: Definitely go see. Well, I mean, they're with Attila and uh, Chelsea Grin. Uh, but yeah, I would like to them. see them live when they're with some other people. Yeah, they just did
2: a seated release show Saturday. Did you uh, go? Uh, No, because I was doing Sound for the Backyard show.
0: Ah, yes, that's right. I would recommend this. Jackson, would you recommend this?
1: I highly recommend it. Ty? Uh, Same here.
0: Awesome. Very nice. All right, so let's move on to Fire from the Gods with narrative that came out on Rise. So, Ty, do you want to start us off with this? Yeah,
2: because I listened to it for the first time, I think the exact same night um, Silas, uh dropped in. The vibe I got from this is like, uh, last uh, we were talking about albums that you could listen to without listening to the tracks, because even though you have seen the music video for the song... Uh, excuse me, when they have the music video with everybody in the background jumping along and singing along to it. Sure. So yeah, this is definitely one of those albums that you can listen to from front to back without even listening to the track and just let it just take you all the way through on like a, a ride, if you will, and then just letting you off whenever you're, they're done with you. Sure. So yeah, definitely got a 7 Dust vibe one. from this one.
0: Yeah, 7 Dust definitely of the vocals for sure. LeJean.
2: Yeah, and uh, the vocalist definitely blends in a lot of like rapping, screaming soul singing and a little bit of like a reggae reggae, kind of like, because like when uh, you listen to excuse me and you talk, he talking about excuse me, Mr. Officer and stuff like that. It sounds like he's like a, a Jamaican rapper preaching.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. So this album, I really like when bands bring something different to the table. It's definitely not something you hear all the time. It's not basic. It's, it's definitely different, but I don't know what it is. It just didn't sit well with me. Uh, I listened to the album about maybe a time and a half, but I just couldn't, I couldn't fall for it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I wouldn't say I don't recommend it because I do recommend it. I just don't think it's for me, gotcha. but it, yeah, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a solid album. I, I'm not going to go ahead and say it's a bad album and that's why I don't like it. Cause I don't feel like that towards it. I don't feel like it's a negative sort of vibe towards that album. I, it just doesn't click with Res- me. It doesn't resonate but with I, you. I, right. Right. But I feel like it will with other people.
0: I can see that. For me, I liked it. I thought, you know, obviously it's metalcore with some rap mix as well. I like just the Seven Dust kind of vocals that you had mentioned. Yeah, as I well felt like kind. I was listening
2: to Le John Witherspoon all over again.
0: Exactly. I guess the only thing I can say is I don't have that much to say about it. Like, I listened yeah. to it front to back a few times and it's there. And I like the track Evolve, I think is my favorite track on the album. But... It'll, I think it'll make it in my rotation for sure, but it's, it's there. Like, I think that's a band that I would like to see live and see how they pull it off live. But I didn't feel anything like, yes, I definitely have to continue listening.
2: Yeah. I think I'm going to go back and listen to it any chance I get because uh, a couple of tracks uh, I recommend is uh, End Transmission, Excuse Me, Composition, and Into the Blue. And of course, uh, I see them live because my boys play with them, even though it's like a, very different time and different place, if you will, and I think those songs weren't played. But yeah, I definitely will see them live for sure because I think I've ran into AJ at the show where they performed in Staten Island, and he was a pretty cool guy aside from the other guy who's the vocals for Backwards now. So right. yeah, it definitely uh, keeps me looking forward to whatever they bring to the live shows.
0: I, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I think it's good. I just have to see if I can give it more time and see if I really latch on to it. But I would definitely recommend this album. I mean, here's my review for this album. You know, it's like, yeah, "Yeah, it's good.
2: Solid clap. Yeah. Solid clap. Solid applause for sure.
0: Yeah. So I would, I mean, I would love to talk to these guys. I would love to talk to Backwards and see how all that shit got started and see what the real deal was. But it seems like the lyrics are coming from a real place. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, the backstory is about the lead singer and his troubles with acclimating to new places as he moved around a lot as a kid. And, you know, I I obviously had a lot of that as a kid into my adulthood as well, moving places all the time. So I can certainly understand that. It was just one of those things where I didn't necessarily like, bam, latch on to it. All right. So that felt kind of short. But guys, believe me, it's going to be kind of similar next week because... Really the only album that fits in our genres that we talk about really is A Day to Remember with Bad Vibrations coming out on yep. Friday. And then the Alessana Annabelle book in bundles, that's not real new music. It's like they're re releasing confessions with different like commentary and all that kind of stuff, but it's not a new album by any means.
2: Yeah, but I'm sure you'll be talking about it at some point.
0: Oh, I definitely will. I just have to find time to read oh, that for book. Sure. I can't wait there's to read Alice that book. Santa. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. So next week though will be a day to remember with bad vibrations for sure. Uh, and that's being released through their self titled and their an Epitaph, I guess. Uh,
2: self released and uh, yeah. and distributed by Epitaph.
0: Exactly. Uh so-
2: twenty one pilots came out with a book.
0: Oh, did they? Uh, Oh, I had to read that one, too. I was saying,
2: like, (laughs) maybe if they did, then Jackson will be happy to talk about it.
0: Jackson, well, before we go to break down from the past, can Uh, you please give us a review of the Coldplay concert?
1: (laughs) 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 By the way, to to the
0: audience, I wish we were joking about that, but that is a serious thing that happened.
1: All right. Did they lip sync? No, they did (laughs) not. Did they steal
0: more music from people?
1: <laughs> no, you're talking about the <laughs> album cover. Shut up.
0: <laughs> no, and that whole song that they stole from the Which Rolling one? Stones. Didn't oh. they remember? Yeah. How quickly people forget. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Okay. Oh man. <laughs> See, I don't even know if it's worth talking about it. Now. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> yeah, worth talking take about. Take your time. Yeah. Take your okay, time. Take your time. Okay, so I went to the Head Full of Aww. Dreams tour for Coldplay. Yeah, Head <laughs> Full of Dreams. All right. I like Coldplay. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, it was at the Cowboy Stadium. It sold out. I mean, it was such a badass experience. It really was. Cool. They did not sync. Cool, cool, cool. I'm a really, I'm a real stickler for that shit. I don't like to see that. I don't like backtracking all that stuff. And they did not do that. Um, his lyrics were awesome. His voice sounded just the same as it does. But I hey. You can't say that there's a Coldplay song you don't like. Come on. I can
0: say I despise every single thing they've ever made.
1: Oh, my God. A Rush of Blood to the Head was actually a good album because thank I could listen,
2: go back and listen to uh, Clocks all over again. Because the opening piano metal, I could still hum back over and over in my head. You
1: can't touch this. Come on. God. Look, everyone likes Coldplay. And no, they don't. They, like don't. Everything
2: they, do, they lost me after that you. album. They lost me yeah, after that but album, but my aunt but the likes them. The
1: thing is that everyone has once at least liked a song, and everyone knows them. I mean, t- to be honest, and I might get a lot of shit for this,
0: I, I think either. they're the
1: biggest band in the world. I'm not saying that's the band I like the most in the world, let me just yeah. really quick. But yeah, I really you, do you think can't... they're the biggest band in the world, and respect you know, to them.
2: Yeah, you can't deny they put on a really good live show full of like, imagery and stuff like that, but... Uh, Coldplay is very notorious for, of course, the album ste- the album cover stealing and the song stealing. And you, of course, you heard so many like bands from like years ago suing Coldplay for stealing all the music and stuff like that. But "Clocks," "Fix You," and "Paradise" are like my top favorite Coldplay songs. So
1: yeah, I'm gonna take this even further. I'm not. This isn't a publicity stunt for the <laughs> show publicity or anything stunt. like that. But I know people are saying "Head Full of Dreams." The album cover was stolen from Sam Paternal. I it see was. the resemblance, obviously, but I'm going to be honest with you, I enjoyed Coldplay's album more than Scent Paternal. Uh, to
2: each cool his own. story, bro. Oh
1: my <laughs> god. <laughs> I really
2: yeah. did. Uh, yeah, that that's that. <laughs> well, hey, anybody... It anybody... was a
1: badass show. They, All right, it really wait. Was. It they, was Yeah,
2: I'm not denying that, but no. hey, they're notorious for what they're notorious no. for. And
0: I will course, deny it. Uh,
2: of course, uh, Chris Martin's a hero of mine because he actually married and been in that uh, <laughs> vintage vagina of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh,
1: Jesus. You didn't let me yeah. bleep it out. I should Might have to cut it. Uh, then again, I don't know. For <laughs> <laughs> Uh allegedly,
0: allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. all right, allegedly
1: vintage. Shot fi- shots fired. Shots yeah.
0: fired. All right. First of all, look, I I'll never. There's no accounting for taste. So Jackson, that's fine. I <laughs> I can for sure tell you that I despise everything Coldplay has ever done and probably will ever do. Oh my. God. I don't care about their live show whatsoever because I see great bands put on amazing live shows all the time. And then also So
1: you, wait, 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 timeout. So you're saying when you saw Capture the Crown live, you I would see rather band. see
0: Capture the Crown than see oh, Coldplay. I absolutely. <laughs> I would rather see that band that I refuse to name on the show uh, because sorry, of how Ian, bad they are.
2: Sorry, Ian, but I have to take play after capture uh, over capture the crown. I'm bleeping you. No one no can, can hear you. This. You're I all gonna get muted. I'm gonna <laughs> mute. I I'm gonna mute
0: all your microphones. Cold play. Oh no. I love. And by the way, Jackson, not only you know we joke around about you being kicked off the show for Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> You should be kicked off the show for saying that *Sempiternal* isn't yeah, better that, than a, anything Coldplay's a, ever done. That that, that that album's a masterpiece. That that album's a masterpiece.
1: that's a red flag that ma- a red right there. man. Yeah. three tracks off of it. I love what? *Bring Me the Horizon*. I Dude, like that album all of their is albums a except *Sempiternal*. That is a honest.
0: masterpiece album. It is metalcore no, to a T. I do
1: have the CD. I did buy it. I, I mean. If that counts for anything, I, I think bringing the horizon, <laughs> it doesn't if it's not on the other vinyl. Stuff all if it's better an,
0: than If it's not vinyl in your on your cabinet, it doesn't count. It's a masterpiece. I hope,
2: all, I hope you're all enjoying this, ladies and gentlemen, because this is too hilarious. They
0: fucking love it. The audience loves this shit. But yeah, that's fun. a red,
2: that's a red flag, man. Absolutely, can't take man. Sep, you're on can't like take over Semper Jackson,
0: Eternal. you're on two strikes right now. That's crazy. <laughs> Just waiting for
1: that third strike.
0: I know, right? We're not. <laughs> oh to,
1: man, no, guys, I really do love our music way more than I, I don't know. Us, but.
0: I don't know Ty. He might have been just like making all of this up just to get on the show, so he could profess his love for Coldplay and shit.
1: <laughs> That's so shit. Because well, there
0: are no I fucking just, love Coldplay podcasts. There's no Jackson hates <laughs> Jackson hates Coldplay. There's no podcast.
2: Well. Uh, From my perspective, Bring Me the Horizon over Coldplay over Capture the Crown. So, yeah, that's my take on it.
0: Bring Me the Horizon, Capture the Crown. Uh, No! Fucking uh, (laughs) Rick Rolling. (laughs) And, And then at the bottom is Coldplay. I put Britney bitch over fucking Coldplay. Oh, I don't man. want
1: people to think I don't like Bring Me the Horizon, though. Please. Well, look, I you, love you, can, Bring me you you can you definitely you get can jump on for that. yeah
0: you can jump on the bandwagon of not liking Bring Me the Horizon now. That's fine. Everyone else is no, but
1: see, I love Bring Me the Horizon and I love their new album. I loved um, their Hell Between or whatever that shit was. There's a hell, title. Yeah. yeah. There's a hell. Believe me, I've seen it. All that stuff. Yep. That album to me was. Ten times better than Sub oh, I just I, really, I like that didn't album like a lot, but, that much. I think Sub Eternal was just like a hate album where he, you know, he got out of his allegedly drug addiction and all that shit, and he was just pumping out hate. And I didn't get good vibes from it, and I didn't like it. I love honest.
2: the, I love There Is a Hell too, and it's been regarded by Rock Sound magazine as like one of the 101 modern day classics. So you can Google that list and see it on the list, and not Sub But I think. Uh, Every album after there is a hell has been better than the last because you hear there is a hell then you hear an advancement when *Sepultura* dropped then you hear an advancement because of that's the spirit i don't because I don't consider
0: all... that's a spirit to me an advancement. I consider that to be a good album. I think Sepatermal is their masterpiece album and I hope they can get back yeah, to that, that but that, that's that's, it's that's my opinion
1: sand pit turtle that that's true that's true. But yeah, uh when you, Hey Jackson, and, I'm sorry. Uh, when you die is...
0: when you die, the only thing that you'll see is two foot wide and six foot deep.
1: And it wasn't because <laughs> of lyrics like that. It really wasn't. I just didn't like the music in that album.
0: Well, here's here's the sad music we're gonna play when we kick Jackson off the show.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> oh Jackson.
1: Put up a Twitter poll. <laughs> Here lies Jackson Aguilera. Rest in peace.
0: Oh, oh shots fired.
1: It only lasted two months
0: <laughs> all right that was fun that was fun all right I'm glad you had fun at your concert Jackson
1: thank you hey hey that concert brought up this really big fun discussion so it's true yeah I, I did have That's fun true. With I had yeah, to use gotta my give
0: him that. I had to use my shock jock sound effects and everything it was fun <laughs> it was fun all right so let's move on to breakdown from the past Jackson let's start with you what Coldplay I I gonna... album are you gonna be doing <laughs>
1: Well, Ian, <laughs> I will be doing X and Y. Oh, okay. Just kidding. No, oh, JK. JK, uh, big JK.
0: I was so hoping.
1: No. Again, my favorite genre of music is metal. Well, we listen. <laughs> to it. You were about to it. say I something played. different. I, just, I was. I was. I was <laughs> yeah, I was that was just a just pause there. There metal. was a pause. Time out. Time out. I was just going to straight up say metal, but I feel like when I say metal, I just mean bands like you know, Metallica and Lamb of God and stuff, sure. which I do love but I'm talking about like metalcore. See, there's so many damn uh, tags and titles and genre names. I don't even know what to call it anymore, but I love our music. There's a million Any- of them. So yeah. Anywho, my breakdown from the past is Portraits by For Today. And I know they're not officially broken up. Well, they are officially broken up. Technically, I yes. know they're doing their last tour, but this album to me was amazing. I think everyone could agree with that. It's one of it's probably their heaviest album, besides maybe their newest one, The Wake. It brings back a lot of nostalgia. This is their last tour. I'm, you know, I'm pretty torn about that. Um, their last show is December 18th in Dallas, which is one I have to go to. They got a great lineup. Um, but this album just brings back a lot of memories. You know, there's not really too much. To, I really like the concept of it too, because you know, I'm a sucker for concept albums, and I know Ian is too.
0: I am. It's true. I do not get into Four Today. Unfortunately, but that's just because of their politics and stuff
2: because of broken lens. I got uh, into before today But I saw them at the I think the tour before their last one I think
0: but you're definitely gonna go to their show Jackson
1: Oh, yeah, I have to yeah, um, you know, I know I do know the tour see it's weird because before they hit Dallas They have a totally different uh, lineup, but before they hit Dallas. They're touring with wage war and uh, man I can't remember the other band Rival choir and something like that.
0: I know Wage War yeah. is on it though.
1: Yeah, it, it's yeah. a great lineup and one that, oh, Gideon. Yeah. Oh, I know, Gideon. Like that's Gideon. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Gideon, Wage War, and Rival Choir. And that's a sick lineup. I hope it's as good when they hit Dallas.
2: Yeah. Because first time I saw four today because my boys played with them in Poughkeepsie, I think I fell asleep during the set because Maddie <laughs> Montgomery just kept preaching way too
0: much. Yeah. See, that's way too much. That's where they lose way too me. much. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It feels like you're not in it to be. Yeah, you're not in it as like a, a true Christian if you're just going to continue to preach and preach and preach. That makes you like in it for like the money and not for what you're really passionate about, your Christianity.
0: I'm going to play that Memphis Mayfire song for them.
2: All right, please do. <laughs> because I Because I thought that one line was a shot towards them.
0: It possibly could be.
2: All right, my breakdown from the past is a band that me and you, Ian, have been familiar with for years now since we first got into them, I think. Yep. Going to call 18 Visions from Orange County, California. Absolutely, very nice. Yeah, because uh, I'm like just going back and um, seeing 18 Visions' autobiography. I'm surprised that maybe or maybe not they did a 10 year anniversary tour because they've been a band since 1995, and then when they hit 2005, a year after the Obsession album came out 2004, I'm I'm pretty sure they did a 10 year anniversary tour the cool thing for bands to do now is 10 year anniversary tours. And I'm pretty sure they did or did not do that, but definitely, um, <laughs> you're pretty sure they, albums...
0: you're pretty sure they did one of the two. <laughs> yeah, they... probably. But <laughs> I think we probably
2: missed it. Hopefully. So, so yeah, uh, my favorite albums for sure is, uh, Obsession is the top favorite album and Vanity, which came out in 2002, the year, uh, two years before Obsession. And I had a hard copy of their final album, which is the self titled album back in 2006, when they, took a completely different musical direction. Of course, people are going to hate me for this, but I didn't really uh, get so m- <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I, I, didn't, I didn't get too much into the Until the Ink Runs Out album and Yesterday's Time Kill because they're very, like, completely raw-sounding albums and is regarded as, um, I guess, like, um, classics for the local scene in Orange County because uh, I think I had to see these albums live for me because... Okay. Vanity and uh, obsession are definitely a favorites, and I think I got into uh, Eighteen Visions when the music video for the song "I Let Go" dropped in two thousand and four. Right. When yep. Headbangers Ball was still on MTV too.
0: Yeah, that was before a big they one. took it off. for. yeah.
2: So yeah, and you had you saw members of Event Sevenfold in that video. So yep. yeah, definitely um, obsession masterpiece album in my opinion. Oh, there you if, go. And I like vanity too. So yeah, definitely Eighteen Visions breakdown from the past.
0: Yeah, I remember getting into them in vanity and then I remember for uh, for obsession that first track obsession just them screaming obsession <laughs> like multiple Desire, times desired deception, deception. <laughs> it's so great. I, I'm a fan of them too. So that's a good one yeah. Ty. Well done. Well yeah. done.
1: are her oh Good job Ty.
0: Good job. yeah I called an audible from my breakdown from the past. I oh, had someone shit. yeah I had someone different but I actually got the news today that a different band is breaking up as of today. Uh, It's a band called Amaretta. They have two EPs. They're straight up metalcore, maybe a little bit more on the heavier side, where their cleans are a little bit less than uh, most in the genre. And I thought they were a good band. They're from uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. And they're going to do one more set where they do both EPs front to back, which is pretty cool. But I was just hoping for more from them. I was hoping to get that full length, and I thought they did a very good job. But I think the lead singer and possibly the guitarist are both walking away. So the rest of them are probably going to regroup and come back as a different band. But for all intents and purposes, Amaretta is done.
2: Yeah, I I was about to ask you if they were going to come out with a full length, because going back to what we're talking about, bands that just tour and play shows off just their EP solely.
0: Yeah, that's all they've got, yeah. And they are good EPs, so I'm going to give them that. But yeah, I, I was waiting. I thought by the end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, we were going to get a full length, but apparently behind the scenes stuff and a bunch of stuff just didn't work out for them. Uh, a few of them are going to go pursue other means. So give that stuff a listen. I know they're not good, but that's the point is these are bands that aren't around, so go ahead and uh, check them out while you can. And if you live around that area, if you like them, you'll be able to go see their final show. So I think that's it, isn't it? Yep. Let's go with uh, Jackson. Do you have anything to, pl- <laughs> to plug me <music laughs> besides <laughs> your Coldplay shirt that they ripped off of? From-
2: <laughs> if only if only we had visuals on this thing.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, Jackson, nice, nice Bringing the Horizon shirt there.
1: Yeah, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. You know, please, again, I know it's the same old song and dance, but please rate us. It helps us out so much. Um, you know, we love to hear from you guys. Please. Uh, we got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're all over the place. We're super famous. Uh <laughs> yeah, so yeah, right. if you could just give us a five star and make us more famous, you know, we'll be doing stuff and tours and things like that.
0: If you look at the bands that we've had on the show and are having on the show, I mean, just think of the last three bands right now. It's Garrett Russell from silent planet who possibly have the best album of the year. Then you've got yeah. Matt Good from From First to Last, who doesn't, from what I can tell, doesn't do many interviews, doesn't do many conversations about anything, talks about Spencer, talks about all that stuff. The only thing he couldn't talk about because he lit- he could not talk about it was, you know, the Sunny rumors from From First to Last. And then right. just now we had Fletcher Howell from The New Low, who have that amazing album out, and they're ridiculously good. And then coming up soon, and I haven't even announced this yet, so this is the announcement— we're gonna have Chad from Farewell My Love on the show as well. So we've got these extremely popular bands that are on the show. So it's awesome. Like it's great talking to all these people because I'm hoping everyone's enjoying all the stories they're telling because I'm really enjoying it.
1: Yeah, same here. Um, from a, you know from being part of the show and from a listener standpoint, you know I, I really do appreciate that stuff. Yeah, Ty. What about you? Anything to plug?
2: Yes. Uh, yep. Of course. I have a very interesting music blog called the Tyrock City Music Entertainment blog, I just posted up the show review of the Backyard Show that I did sound for, which I basically talk about the six bands that really brought out the people to come watch the show. And they basically put on a good show and had people go home happy after the last band, which is a a touring band from New York named Varsity, performed the headlining set. And so, yeah, if you want to read that, go up on it, check it out. Check out the band's music because I provided links to their social media sites as well where you can find their music. Of course, for us, keep subscribing, keep rating us, probably make us more famous now because we had that long <laughs> argument
0: and discussion.
2: So, yeah,
1: very so, yeah. controversial.
0: That's
2: yeah,
1: shots
0: fired all over the place.
2: Oh, all over. Yeah, bit. so as always, expect nothing less.
0: There you go. And yeah, just like what Jackson and Ty said, it really does mean something to us to subscribe and rate us and share us with your friends it's great it really helps the show out so if you can do that please do we'll continue with so many more bands i mean that's one of the goals of the show is not only for us all to talk new music but also to get other bands and their insight into everything out there as well so hopefully you're enjoying that as much as we are we're very interactive as well you can go ahead and follow on twitter at Ian Hates Podcast on Instagram, Ian Hates Podcast, and on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Ian Then you can also hear all of these shows, download and stream them on www.ianhates.com. There you can find my other show, Ian Hates Movies. The one that came out this week is the movie Frailty with Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey, takes place in Dallas, Texas. So Jackson can enjoy hey. that. Yeah. Hey. And then, Good luck uh, for Dallas, Texas. Why not, you know? Why not?
1: Wait, waving my flag.
0: There you go. Yeah, and there are plenty of Texas flags in the movie, too. I don't even think we mentioned that, but it's, it's <laughs> like all over. That's, uh, that's a fun one. New movies coming out every week with myself and Kelly. And then Ian Hates Love is right around the corner. So everyone can be excited. for Yes,
2: that. St- I can't wait. Artwork
0: is almost done. Intro music is almost done and we'll take it from there after that. But once again, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Jackson. Thank you, Ty. This is really one of my favorite times of the week because I really love uh, shooting the shit with you guys. And, you know, hopefully the audience is enjoying this, too. Actually, I know the audience is enjoying it because they let us know. So that's mm-hmm. great. And I'd like to also thank, once again, Fletcher Howell for being on the show. I really enjoyed that conversation with him. Make sure to pick up Continuance by The New Low. It is really great. Really, really enjoyed that album. And then also, I'd like to thank Claire from Razor & Tie for helping set that up. That was much appreciated. So, once again, thank you to the listeners. Thank you to everyone. What a great long outro this is. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you, everyone. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks everyone.